God, dig that. Now, ladies and gentlemen, repeat after me. Sabrina's Dirty Deeds. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Sab. Hello, Jamie. We've got the red light on. We do. We had a little malfunction a couple of weeks ago, didn't we? Yeah, didn't hit we record. Did. No. But we still went live on Facebook Live, so that was all right. We did. Got half of what we needed. <laughs> but now we've got a new Hoodang machine. Yeah, you've done well here. We've got a oh. new recording gear equipment thing. Yeah, I know. It's It's got lights. Yep. I like lights. Got sound effects. Sound effects. Uh. Oh, what's that? <laughs> Little birdie. Wow, this is in our office. <laughs> I ordered birds. I said, no, no, we can't take an office with our birds. I love it. No, we'll have a lot of fun with this. I reckon as we get used to it, we'll, um, we'll uh, muck around a little bit. We could get I very so. easily distracted. <laughs> well, the great thing about this hoodang here mm. is... That uh, we're calling it? The hoodang. Yeah, the hoodang. Mm. Uh, we're gonna, we can load our own um, little... Sound effects, sound effects, noises. Yeah. I mean, this is the thing. Sabrina's dirty deeds have sounded pretty good up until now. It's going to take yeah. it to the next level. We are clear as the snow upon an uncharted mountain. Wow, it's beautiful. Mm. Oh, I'm so poetic. Painted I? a nice picture there for me. <laughs> Felt like I was shopping for cards for my mum. <laughs> you meant to go see her for her birthday dinner. Yeah. And you have to stop off at the servo to buy a card because you forgot to get her something. Mm. And you're thinking, is a voucher for BP an adequate <laughs> gift or should I get some cash out? <laughs> I'm bad with gifts. I'm going to put Are my you? hand up there. Yeah, yeah. I leave them late. Mm. Except for Nat, my wife, pretty good on the gift front for her, I reckon. But anyone else are just, yeah. I, I know people that actually start planning for the following year's That's gift crazy. With, with wives and husbands and things. Not for me. No. No. But then I also have a high level of um, expectation for gifts for myself. <laughs> Are you a selfish bastard? Pretty much. <laughs> I'm a bad guy. I'm not a good person at all. Do anyway. you have that one-upmanship? Because some couples do, don't they? Oh, she got this. I'll go here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, not really. I'm just no. stoked that I get something. <laughs> I, I'm lucky because my birthday's three days before Nat's. Oh, so oh, perfect. I can always, if I get her something and then she's gone to overs, I can always top up <laughs> or I can use it as a gauge to make sure we're on the same level. So <laughs> I reckon it's harder for her because she has to kind of set the line oh, in yeah, the sand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And then because you are a couple, she's probably thinking, I don't want him spending too much. Yeah, well, that's it. Mm. The old shared accounts and stuff like that. <laughs> you can get real forensic with it, can't you? <laughs> It is a tough thing when you kind of... I know. Yeah, you come together and then there's a shared accounts and then for things yeah. like gift giving. See, it's harder now because back in when I was just a youngster, it was automatic. You just shared everything. No yeah. one ever thought about it. Well, you had cash too. Yeah, because we didn't have cards. Yeah. It was marvellous really. And it was good to, you know, just be poor for a while. Well, actually I've been poor for a long time. But... <laughs> <laughs> But uh, um, rich in heart, yeah, rich in heart, mm. rich in heart. There's never ever, never scrimped on plants though. No, always, always. Do you get what you pay for? Oh, most definitely. Yeah. Um, that's that's a that's a thing that people don't realise actually is that it's like the same as everything in the world. You can get cheap, shoddy stuff that's going to die the minute you get it home, or you pay a bit more, you get a really good quality plant that's not root-bound, diseased or 
come from you got you do not know where. Mm. You know, there's a big explosion because of the indoor plant thing. There's a huge explosion of people just flogging plants. Oh, right. So it led to some people trying to get in on the act. Well, yeah, and that's quite – You know, pe- people like to share, but mm. people that are selling their cuttings and stuff. So you don't know what the potting mix is, whether the mother plant was diseased or – so what's happened with various diseases like dieback um, – the ag department have done testing on plants that have been grown at swap meets and stuff, and they've actually found Phytophthora in the in the plant and the potting mix. So, I think it's probably better to support your nurseries because okay. they know how to grow stuff. Right. And by law, they have to check all their potting mixes, whether there's any pathogens anywhere. If you are going to share your plants, don't give people half-dead disease stuff and go, oh, I was going to throw it out in the bin anyway, you may as well have it because you may then be introducing a whole pile of other problems to your garden. Yeah, okay. So there's some regulation and some uh, assurity if you go through a reputable nursery yeah, rather yeah. than just uh, the old online version of the back of the truck that is yeah. gum tree and things like that. But keep sharing your plants but yeah. to give people cuttings. Good stuff. Yeah, because that's what the indoor plant world do. They just share their plants around each other. Yep. Um, and now they're coming up into winter. I have to warn all you indoor plant enthusiasts who I love and adore because it's the first time that people have got into gardening through the indoor plant revolution, uh, which isn't a revolution. But um, carry on sharing your plants, but you have to remember in winter, because we're coming there, uh, not a good time to divide your plants nor... Take cuttings. Yeah, okay. So just uh, keep things a little in-house at the moment. Yeah. Um, it's probably a good point because winter's pretty close. Yeah. Uh, so we might talk a little winter. Mm. Definitely mm. had the, the winter storms already oh. hit us. Oh, it's been fantastic. You've enjoyed it? Yeah, apart from finding all the leaks in the house. Yeah, I had a couple too. Mm. No good. Didn't enjoy that. Uh, you know, my daughter sent me a picture of how they cope with the leaks in their house. Well, they do. They put all their indoor plants underneath the leaks. <laughs> <laughs> That's clever. <laughs> I thought that was really good. I just put a bucket, but, you know, putting your indoor plant in, much better idea. It's kind of just taking one layer out of the process, right? Like, yeah. Look at you over here in the bucket and then you've got to take the bucket and pour it into something. <laughs> That's right, Jamie. Just right to the source. And if it was, you know, the water coming through my roof because I had 8 million rats set up residence there for many years – would have had all that beautiful nitrogen-rich pooed water. It's fertilising and watering all at the same time. There you go. Bang for bark. Pretty good. <laughs> um, so for indoor plants, because a lot of them you might struggle to get light too, you know, and you have mm. that rotation policy and things like that. So yeah. what are the things we need to do in winter to make sure our indoor plants uh, see spring? So you have to think like a plant. Okay. So you're Thinking a plant. like a plant. Yep. That's right. So you're trying to um, make chlorophyll for your leaves, yep. from the light. But as a plant, you're pretty clever. So already as a plant, you know that the daylight hours have become shorter because they're cleverer than us. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing about winter light is because the sun's lower in the sky, quite often houses have more light coming into them in winter yeah, than right. in summer because the sun's lower in the sky. Yeah, okay. 
So it depends where your windows are, of Thanks, course. Thanks, son. You're going to get yeah. less of me, but a yeah. bit more intense. Exactly. I like it. So um, that's the – but the number one big, 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 big thing is do not over water. Don't do it. No. Easy to want to. I know because you think, well, in summer I water my little sausages once every three or four days. Mm. Hopefully you don't do more than that because you're going to kill them. But in winter, you can go for 10 to 14 days between waterings. Right. So what happens is plants understand that the daylight hours are less and they're going to start pulling in their own nutrients from the leaf tissue because they don't need much to survive. Okay. So don't fertilise them in winter. Right. Because they're just like, no, I'm just going to chill out. Sitting on the couch. Yep. I'll just be happy here. If you do feel the need to fertilise, do it once every six weeks over winter. Uh, cut your watering back. Still wipe their little leaves because they get dusted. Oh, really? Dusty. You yeah. can still take them in the shower with you, Jamie. Why do I do that? Well, because you want to dust. Just for company or? <laughs> Maybe because your bathroom's like mine and the the. The floor's pretty dirty anyway. I like your bathroom. We've talked about this before. (laughs) You've got the big open shower. I do. I can take half the garden in my bathroom. You could. turn the shower on and let it go. Half the street and half the garden's with them, I reckon. (laughs) (laughs) It's so big. So if you put them in the shower, they love that water on their leaves and then, you know, you leave it there till it drains away. You'll have to move them before you have your shower the next day because it gets crowded. Yeah. Uh, even in my bathroom, Jamie. Just have to be careful. If, you know, some of us do and some of us don't. But <laughs> let's be honest, we've all been guilty of a little wee in the shower, so you might have to be careful of that. I reckon that's one of the greatest pleasures in life. Everyone does it, don't they? Well, I was quite shocked to hear that people were shocked. That people wee in the shower. That people wee in the shower. But I feel like you can't go into the shower and not wee. So I could wee pre-shower, yeah. straight in there, Yeah, another way. Sound of running water. I don't know what it is. <laughs> don't know what it is. You could probably wee on your indoor plants, but I reckon if you have them, oh, no, don't, don't do, do that. it. No, that'd be a bit smelly. Really. Yeah, you're taking it too far. I know. But people wee on their lemon trees, Jamie. That's a thing. I just thought that was a thing so blokes had an excuse to wee outside. Mm. Or oh, it's, it's legit. No, it's good it's for it's legit them. because... Citrus trees need lots of nitrogen right. and that's what you're giving them. But don't do it in indoor plants. I think uh, that's a bit tacky. Yeah. So, um, so to cut the watering down to 10 to 14 days, depending on what the plant is, uh, you still need to mist, get your little spray gun out and mist. Yeah. Because they like humidity. It's also good for if you're taking photos for your social media, just a little mister on there. Just, oh, yeah, it looks yeah. good, doesn't it? It lifts your photos by half percent, trust droplets. me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, you can flog them off for more. Correct. Oh, I We like eat with that. our eyes, Sabrina. <laughs> <laughs> Done a little pre-misting. There will be a 5 to 10% increase in your returns, trust oh, me. Oh, that's all. We I do it with no drinks, idea. you know, with beers. When yeah. we, we shoot beers for to chuck them up online or, yeah. you know, things like that to tell people about what we do. Yeah. If it's a glass bottle, we yeah. always give it a bit of a misting because it looks more refreshing. Uh-huh. There yeah, you go. that's very true. There's a little secret for you. That's clever. Uh-huh. Not that the drinkers get misty-eyed, but it's actually on the bottle. Well, you know, that's that's up to you. <laughs> Depends on how much you get through. But yeah, just a little a little pre-shoot yeah. misting of the yeah. glass increases uh, the refreshing aesthetic of the bottle. Well, 
I'm just going to – well, not that I sell plants online because I just give mine away to friends True. and family. But um, stop doing that. <laughs> no, no, no. I still like to do that. Um, so, so you will find that uh, your plants will sort of – you have to allow things to rest. We need to rest. Plants have to rest. So because indoor plants are actually tropical plants – and they're used to a constant climate, usually around 25 to 30 degrees with around about 75 to 85% humidity. Okay. That's what they normally grow in. That's why misting, not just your, your beer bottle, mm-hmm. but your plants, very important. Okay. So we're going to not water them as much, give them a bit of a misting from time to time. Yep. If we feel like it, take them into the shower. Yep. Um, and is it... Should you be buying indoor plants now as well? Oh yeah, definitely. That's still okay. Yeah, because yeah. the they don't they don't mind if they're taken home to a are. new home. They probably prefer it. <laughs> but the other thing is, if you only take a new plant home, unlike chickens, when you take a new chicken home, you've got to protect your new chicken from the other chickens because there's a pecking order. Yeah. But with your literally. new plant, yeah, literally. You've seen it? Brutal. <laughs> With your new plant, you've got to put it with friends straight away. Oh, I need some company. Yeah. Okay. Like being alone. All the indoor plants like friends. I was always surprised that they haven't done like a Disney movie about plants at a nursery mm. and like, you know, the plants all talk to each other and when the nursery <sighs> closes they do all like weird shit mm. uh, and then there's one plant that always gets overlooked and then he finds a home and then oh. meets all his mates. That's a lovely storyline. Good plot line. there, isn't there? Because that's always animals. Let's move on. Yeah. Let's pitch it. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. I think Disney would love it. Yeah. Might start at Pixar. Yes. And, oh, yeah, yeah. And work uh, our Use way. them for leverage. Yeah, yeah. And then we'll sign with Disney. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon we're on idea. there. Yeah. There used I'm to glad be... we kept it between us. <laughs> there used to be a program which was French called Minuscule. Oh, yeah. Minuscule. And it was like it was just a field, but they had all the tiny weeny little insects uh, that landed on plants. Ah. If anyone hasn't seen it, if you're a plant lover, watch Minuscule. It's hilarious. Is it a comedy? It's, uh, it, it's, there's no speaking in it. It's oh. a cartoon. Oh, it's a cartoon. It only goes for five minutes. All right. Very, very funny. I'll try and bring that up on the YouTube. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Okay. So we've got the indoor plant sorted this winter. Yep. Now we're going to go outside the back door or front door. Or wherever, wherever whatever we door. keep them. Mm-hmm. Um, so people are going to be putting in. Well, people are putting in veggies, growing them. Yeah, I'm trying to. Yeah, but they're going to find in winter that their veggies are much slower growing. Okay, so be patient. Be patient. Less sunlight hours. Temperatures at night time drop down, which means the soil temperature gets colder, which means the root system goes. Brr. Um. <laughs> And so they'll they'll still grow, but at a sort of a snail pace. So don't look at that as you're not doing things right. It's yeah. just how nature is at the minute. It is, and don't force feed them because what happens is people get very enthusiastic, don't we? And they go, "Wow, look at that! My cabbages have come on. I'm going to fertilize the hell out of them, and they oh yeah, pump the nitrogen in them, and they grow really fast." And then they collapse. So don't be tempted. You shouldn't liquid fertilise more than once a fortnight. I'd only do it once every three weeks. Okay. 
Take the foot um, off the gas. Take the foot off the gas. And then go, look for stuff. You have to plant according to temperature. So don't put in tomatoes, eggplants, capsicums, all the stuff that is still being sold in many nurseries because they're summer vegetables and they will not grow unless you live up north in the tropics. What kind of stuff should we be looking for to plant now then? It's a really good time to plant asparagus. Yum. But you buy it from the crown. If you're going to grow it from seed, you've got four years to wait. Four years? <laughs> Who's got four years? <laughs> well, certainly not me, Jamie. I don't <laughs> even have four years. Wait for asparagus. <laughs> Imagine how that asparagus would taste, though. Yeah, oh, it's awesome. Four years. Four years. I reckon it would be slightly underwhelming <laughs> the amount of work put in. That's just me. That's why you buy the crown, Jamie, because then you only have to wait uh, for two years. Oh, still two years? What is with asparagus? <laughs> oh, uh, God. But you have, the, you have your asparagus plant for at least 80 years. So, you know, do the maths. In the long term. Wish I'd thought of this earlier. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like at 34 I've got to asparagus too late. What have I been doing my whole life? You should be putting it in when you're four. Oh, when you're born and you leave the hospital, <laughs> you should get an asparagus seedling. Chuck it in now, champ. Yep, that's you're right. Gonna need to. On your 21st birthday, you'll have a ripper harvest. Oh man! So you can buy asparagus crowns and grow them in a pot. Okay. You don't need you don't need salt, but of course you're going to have to leave that pot just vacant. Pick the right pot. <laughs> Wouldn't want to have a change of heart in the style, would you? <laughs> And, of course, in, in, um, in winter, asparagus dies down to nothing. So right. you've just got the crown underneath the soil in the ground. So your pot's going to look a little bit, well, it won't be very interesting for a while. It's not a feature item. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> not. Don't make asparagus your feature plant. No, no. <laughs> but it is coming soon and when it does, you'll be absolutely <laughs> delighted. I'd like to hear um, if people have um, gone, you know, how their asparagus is going. What's the longest running asparagus plant we've got out there? It'd well, be good to know. I know that because um, on the other program I do, we had a do lady that rang me. <laughs> Hard to believe really, isn't it? Uh, a lady that rang up and she was just dividing up, pulling up her asparagus crowns to share within the family and that asparagus plant was 80 years old. Wow. And she sent in a picture of the crown and it looked something like, uh, Groot out of um, Marvel movies. Oh, yeah. You know, I am Groot. I, I don't know what that is, but I'm just going to... Oh. What's I am Groot? Groot is a tree yeah. in the Marvel movies um, and he grows himself in many different forms. Really? But he just says, I am Groot. <laughs> never been a big superhero guy. So uh, I, I, I am a Groot. Groot's pretty good. He's cool. Oh, check He's that out tree. too. That and that French show. Yeah, that's I got my weekend minuscule. covered. <laughs> Lock me in my room. You'll see me in a few days. <laughs> I reckon Groot would listen to this podcast. He'd love it. Oh, surely. Mm. I reckon. Um, so asparagus, yes. now, anything else that's going to maybe not <laughs> take half my life to get going? Or? Broad beans. Fast. Oh, yeah. Love some broad beans. <gasps> broad beans are so beautiful. Yep. Um, now you have to stake them. Well, you can have them with steak as well. They're truly delicious. You really but, should. But they, they're tall. They're, and I actually like them when the, when the beans are really small. Yep. So it's sweeter, I reckon. Oh, much sweeter. Yep. 
and they're fast. Like you get your your pods lot lot sooner than two years. It's a good return on investment. Yeah, and cabbages really good time for particularly the purple cabbage. Oh yeah, what's um, with the purple cap? cabbage okay so anything that's got red or purple in it has um, a a different uh, enzyme in it which causes that coloring and they're very very nutrient rich Mm -hmm. so a lot of things go purple according to chill factor so a lot of the old heritage vegetables are purple because purple survived frost gotcha so um, and the and the flavour. If you if you are lucky enough to have frost, and some people hate frost, but if you are lucky enough to have frost hit your winter veggie garden, the flavours will be far more intense. Really? Yeah, because it's what happens with the molecules when a frost hits the leaf or the root of winter vegetables. The um, the carbohydrate molecules change slightly. And then they they push up um, molecules to stop the li- the leaf top from freezing, so it's basically they produce their own antifreeze. Wow! And in doing that, they the flavour of the vegetable becomes really intense because the water part's being removed from it, the carbohydrate molecules are turned into something else, and. Everyone that has frosted vegetables will say it's the most intense flavour of any vegetable any time of the year. Yeah, okay. That's very interesting. So cabbages, cauliflower, yucky kale apparently even tastes half decent. Love me some kale. Brussels sprouts. So all those winter vegetables, even things like English spinach will uh, has its own antifreeze and it will develop um, really beautifully intense Okay. Flavor. So there's a few things. Artichokes. Onions. Onions will survive. Yeah. Strawberries are really good in winter. Really? The Russians found a strawberry that they were growing, this is probably about 40 years ago, and it was the most frost resistant because it was something like minus 14 degrees. And they found the strawberries still maintained shape, form, and flavor. So they didn't go all mushy. And then they tried to find out whatever the genome was in that and then replicate it in other plants. I don't know how that went. But I know that there's a lot of research into frosted plants and it looks beautiful. Where I used to live when I was a kid, we used to get regularly to minus six. This was in New South Wales? Yeah, New South Wales, minus six, minus eight. So you had had a bit of that uh, frost flavour. Yeah, yeah, and it was really, especially parsnips and um, carrots and, oh, God, it was amazing. Yeah. And cauliflower and broccoli and we grew proper Brussels sprouts, which was a shame because none of us liked to eat it. And they look good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thankfully we didn't grow kale. No. <laughs> you and kale. I'm going <laughs> to set myself a challenge to make you a kale dish or something. Tastes all right. That's all right. I'll vomit it up when you're not there. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, So be patient with the stuff that's in and and then there's a a range of things you can chuck in now. Yeah, onions are really good this time of the year. Garlic. Garlic. It's not too late to put garlic in. Most people put their garlic in in April, May, but I'd still be putting it in now if you can. And then in terms of the great thing about cold weather is that most of the insects don't want to come out to play. Cool. 
So they won't – but come in spring, and they'll be there en masse. But you will see snails and slugs, rats and possums. So uh, there's still a few things to keep away. Yeah, apparently possums are, don't like clove oil. So if you've got possums hammering your plants, try spraying clove oil. Don't know if it works or not. Give it a crack. Let us know. Try mm. it out. You can, buy, you can buy clove oil in a little bottle. Can you? Yeah. And then give that a go. Have a crack. I reckon possums are too clever. They just go, oh. They're pretty smart, aren't they? Yeah, it smells like old Barry who was caught by the neighbours next door and made into a nice fur collar. Oh, wow. Smells like him. Can't do that anymore. (laughs) Are possums protected? You can't? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course they are. Yeah. 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 Not New Zealand, though. Lovely possum wear in New Zealand. (laughs) Little possum beanie? (laughs) Yeah, little possum gloves. They got heaps of them. (laughs) Love it. Uh, lucky we're not in NZ. Uh, and then, well, gone. I was going to say, what about the pruning sap? Because oh, yeah. that might be the third wheel to winter. It's exciting, isn't it? Get it out You there. can get out your chainsaw. Where's our chainsaw um, sound effect? Oh, we haven't out. got one of those. We'll sort that out next week. Yeah, well, well, well I, I'm going to get the chainsaw going on the weekend. Oh, yeah? Yeah, won't be me though, be someone else. I'll record it and we'll put it on our little sound effects. Watch out. <laughs> so um, all the deciduous plants you can prune. So things like your pomegranates, your figs, you can take cuttings as well this time of the year. Now I'm going to tell people to do this. So first of all you look at your plant and you go, oh, I'm going to hook into that. So I'm just going to ask for some restraint. So you're going to go, oh, yeah, I'm going to take. off that. Just take a third off at first. Just at first, then step back and have a look at it. Salt in the cooking. Yes. You can't can't go the other way once (laughs) it's already done. That's exactly right, Jamie. Yeah. You've got to step back from your pruning work just for a minute and go, do I really need to take off another third? Maybe not. (laughs) Maybe not. Um. But you prune to shape, to get a good shape. So if you've got lots of crowded branches, get rid of them, don't want them. Skinny little weak branches, get rid of them, don't want them. Open up the inside so the sunlight comes on the inside. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because we prune not because we just love getting a chainsaw out and having the challenge. It's a side bonus. Yeah, that's right. We prune because we like to get better quality fruit on our trees. Or even ornamental trees. We prune because we want the perfect shape. Mm -hmm. So the best time to prune deciduous plants is now, yep, June, July. Uh, Grape vines, July. Get bigger bunches of grapes. Um, Now, the thing about stone fruit, so nectarines, peaches, peacherines, apricots, plums... They say that it's better to prune in uh, at the end of summer to prevent diseases. But the good thing about winter is you can actually see the whole framework of the tree. So I'd still prune them a bit in winter. If you've got a lot of branches that you don't need at all, you're going to get the chainsaw out and you're going to take them right back to the main trunk. Wow. There you go. It's exciting, isn't it? Yeah. And then what you do is you put fairy lights in the remaining twigs in your tree. So in winter, when you go out at night time, it looks pretty. Yeah, it's a nice little addition, isn't it? Mm, Because if you're using solar lights, there's no leaves. 
They shine up all night long. Yeah, look pretty. Mm. The neighbours will be envious. They all they will. Won't they? they? Will. They'll be going, I love that tree. What have they done there? People do that with frangipanis because they look really stupid in winter. Yeah. Mine's still got a few leaves. Yeah, so is mine. Yeah. But it won't do uh, within uh, three weeks' time. They'll drop it. How are they coping with all this rain we've had? Oh, they'll love it. Yeah. Although they prefer to get all that rain in summer. Yeah. But frangipanis are pretty tough. I was wondering if I should wheel mine in undercover. No. Not unless you're going to get frost. No, no frost. They don't like frost. No. Unlike your Brussels sprouts. Love it. Which need frost. I love it. Just as we're talking about this, the rain is absolutely pelting down. I know, isn't it marvellous? Horizontally outside. Oh, it's so good for the garden. Love it. Because all the, all the, coming through the atmosphere we have nitrogen mm-hmm. and that feeds, that's why everything looks green after good rainfall. Yeah, finally feel, feel like I've got my lawn on track and then I realise it's just that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the next day it looks horrible again. What else do we need to do in winter, Jamie? We need to put herbs in. I was going to say cuddles, but yeah, we do need. Oh, I need lots do, of cuddles. We do need to put herbs in. Herbs in for our herbal teas. Yes. Now there's all sorts of. Um, I've got some really interesting old, old, old books on herbs. Herbs. And how herbs were used. Um, if you are pregnant, not you personally, Jamie. Not that I know of. <laughs> uh, That's just ISO white. Why did you have to bring it up? <laughs> Thanks, Sab. <laughs> No, no, it's winter, Jamie. It's winter. Mm. Um, don't you've got to be really careful with a lot of the herbal teas. So, I mean, they they were there's properties in all herbs, like all plants. So, you, if you're going to drink herbal teas on a regular basis, for God's sake, do a bit of research on what's actually in them, because most herbal teas, uh, uh, many of them, you make. You, you drink fresh. So you don't need more than four leaves for one cup of tea. And there's lots of things. People know that chamomile you can have dried or, or uh, fresh. But things like basil, all the mints. If you're going to buy herbal teas in tea bags where you're not going to make your own... You have to remember that most plants are sprayed with pesticides. So I would err on the side of getting organic um, herbal teas because you don't quite know what's in them and you infuse them for usually longer than just black tea. But herbal teas are great and you can start making up all your own flavours. Mix and match a little bit. Yeah, and yep. basil. Like if you've got basil leaves that are looking, because the basil will be going off now, just three leaves in a teapot or in your gin. There you go. Very nice. Yeah. I thought what, what we'll do one podcast, Jamie, is we're going to do a whole session designated to plants for your cocktails. Yeah, that's not bad. That's a good idea. I think. So. Oh, I'm into that. <laughs> yeah. Because I noticed my borage is just coming up. We might have to get someone in to help us out, I reckon. Yeah. A little bartender mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or a gin distillera. Yeah. I know a few people. Good. Pick up Let's the phone. do that. Yeah, okay. I'm into that. And then uh, maybe everyone can drink along. At yeah, yeah, absolutely. And we'll have a selection. We'll take a photo of it. Yeah. Put it up on, on our something, on our thing. Yeah. Somewhere. Uh, along, along with the hoodang. With the hoodang. <laughs> I love it. 
I reckon that's pretty good, Sab. We've uh, gone through winter and sorted yep. out some cocktails down the road. Oh, I think it's marvellous. Sounds training. like success to me. Um, good to see you. You too. So stay away from the rain. Yeah, I will. And see you, little birdie. Oh, he's saying goodbye too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see you, little birdie. Have some fun with that. <laughs>